0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. From Labradoodles to Cronuts, the world loves a hybrid. So today, businesses are taking a smarter hybrid cloud approach using the tools, platform, and expertise of IBM. The world is going hybrid with IBM. Visit IBM.com/slash hybrid
1: cloud. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast on a Thursday. I'm James Rapine, great to have you in on Twitter at James Rpine at Locked On Bengals. Subscribe, iTunes, the iHeartRadio app, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify. Oh, I'm missing some tune-in and more. A lot to get to. Including new Bengals wide receiver coach, Bob Bicknell. Bob Bicknell, gonna be uh, you're gonna hear from him coming up in just a minute here on the Locked on Bengals podcast. If you're new to the show, great to have you. If you listen every day, you're the best too. Um, What I do, I'm James Rapine. I cover the Bengals for ESPN 1530 and 700 WLW. And this is a podcast that gives you your daily Bengals fix Monday through Friday, occasionally, like during the draft week, we'll have weekend podcasts, but mainly Monday through Friday is what we do. And uh, a lot to get to today And I'm going to talk about Billy Price coming up in a few minutes because I think you guys, uh, there there are a lot of Bengals fans, and I don't want to say you guys because we have a lot of listeners that aren't in Cincinnati, aren't in Ohio. There are a lot, a lot, a lot of Bengals fans overrating Billy Price. And um, I'll I'll explain why in a second. Heck, even my guy Dave Lapa might be in that that group as well. We'll get to that later in the program. But first, I I want to talk about... The wide receiver position, because Bob McNell, the new Bengals wide receivers coach, he sat down with Dan Horde, Bengals.com, and he's obviously the radio voice of the Bengals is Dan Horde. And they talked about a bunch of stuff. It's really cool. It's on Bengals.com. I have two different cuts I want to play you. Um, and the first one is on A.J. Green. And naturally, you think wide receivers on the Bengals, you think A.J. Green. Second one is on John Ross. And that's the one that I want to hone in more on, because... I get it. John Ross was very underwhelming as a rookie, and we will react to uh, that second part uh, of what he said about John Ross. But first, here's Bob McNeil, Bengals' new wide receivers coach, on AJ Green and uh, what he knows about AJ.
2: When you're in the league, you're you're always looking at different players from different teams and and kind of just watching the things that they do. And and you know he's an incredible talent. Um, you always hear about the, the type of pro he is in this in this league and. And so that's obviously exciting. And, you know, there's things that I can see that I say, you know, maybe some things that he can work on. And, and uh, you know, when you go and you and you start to talk to him about those things, there's going to be certain things that he really likes and, and wants to work on. And I think we'll hone in on a lot of those. But, um, you know, it's still kind of studying the different things, being around him and, and that it's, it's exciting because he's a, a special, special player.
1: And the A.J. Green thing is interesting because I have it on – Let's just say high regard or mid-level regard. No, high regard. Someone I trust told me that A.J. Green was very underwhelming last year and that A.J. Green within – at one point was within the organization. I'll say that. And I get it, right? A.J. Green, apparently he stopped on some routes. He, He wasn't at his best all the time. And what I would say to that is because he was frustrated. Like LeBron James earlier this year. And you might not pay attention to the NBA. That's fine. LeBron James earlier this year, before the trade deadline, had like an awful month. He was awful. He was just dreadful. And dreadful for him is still really good numbers. But you could tell he had been worn down or frustrated, um, annoyed, pissed off, whatever you want to say, at the front office, at the, the way they set the Cavaliers up this year. And it wasn't working, and it clearly wasn't working, and he was clearly unhappy. And the moment they made all these deals at the trade deadline, phew, LeBron changes. Yesterday, LeBron, 17 assists, no turnovers. And I think that might be the first time I, I've i referred to LeBron James in over 320 episodes of this Locked on Bengals podcast. But the point is, is when you're great at something, like if you're the best salesman, the very best salesman in your office... And your boss is screwing you over and giving you a bunch of crappy salesmen or a bunch of people fresh out of college. And you're like, I'm supposed to rely on him. I'm in my prime busting my ass and, and you want me to rely on him. Or you're going up against a top competitor like Jalen Ramsey and you own him. But your quarterback airmails it and throws it out of bounds. And now Jalen thinks he can guard you. Stuff like that. Those are the things that frustrated A.J. Green last year. I mean, he got into a fight. He was clearly pissed off. He called out the coaching. He called out the organization, essentially. And he said, I need to get the ball after, after the Houston loss, which he was dead right, by the way. And so did A.J. Green take a step back last year? No. Did he not play to his full potential? Yes. There's a difference between taking a step back physically or mentally. And just being like, screw you guys. You guys remember Randy Moss in Oakland? He took a step back statistically. But he was still the man. And the moment he went to New England, he showed you. And that's the case here. That's how I feel here when it comes to A.J. Green. And he still put up good numbers last year. But what I'm saying is, was it completely focused? Was it completely dialed in? Why would you be? So there's that. So one of the keys to this season, 2018, obviously, getting the running game going on offense, getting things going, but making sure that A.J. Green is pleased. Making sure, and people are going to say, what, what a diva? No, that isn't a diva. You have to do that. You don't think the Patriots need to make sure Tom Brady is pleased? Okay with the roster? Okay with the weapons around him? Okay with how things are going? Absolutely, he does. A.J. Green, like it or not, is the Bengals' Tom Brady. It's not Andy Dalton. Sorry, it's not. You Got to keep them happy. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. The other thing I wanted to play for you, here's Bob Bicknow, Bengals wide receivers coach, on John Ross. Because Dan Hoard asked him about Ross and asked him about his health, and how he gets it turned around in year two. Here's Bob McNow.
2: Well, you know, he's got speed is a good <laughs> word because he's, he's a fast player. And, and you watch, I went just this morning and watched kind of his draft tape from last year, you know, just putting together basically his targets. And, um, you know, I, I look at a kid that's on that field as a confident football player that knows that, that you know, you get the ball in his hands, he's going to do a lot of great things with it. And, and he's got to get back to that, whether he's he's got that or not, you know, having taken a year where you're not able to play as much. Um, but you just get him get him in there, get him feeling good about what he does. And then again, it's it's you know, you highlight kind of what these guys do well. And so you find out the things he does well and, and try and put him in those positions. So um, it's, it's it's, again, an exciting guy to be around.
1: There's something there that stood out to me. And. I completely agree. Look, does he need to get his confidence back? Absolutely. But last year, uh, Joe Goodberry, myself, probably the two biggest John Ross supporters. I mean, it was all things all day. Get speed outside. You can hand it to him. You can get him the ball in space. He could take a screen to the house. He could go deep. He could run routes. Blah, 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 blah. All things gushing about John Ross, how confident he is, how he goes up, snags it with one hand, how he's good in the red zone, how he had more red zone touchdowns than O.J. Howard. I remember every argument I made on this podcast for why the Bengals should go after John Ross, take him with the ninth pick over Reuben Foster, who had questions off the field and injury concerns just like John Ross, uh, over O.J. Howard, who had a couple big games at Alabama but otherwise was non-existent. And it was because he was a stud. A, he had confidence. He was a route runner. He, he knew he could dominate. And something stood out to me there. Here's Bob Bicknell again. This is just a little short clip of the clip I just played. Here's McNell on what he saw on film when he watched John Ross.
2: You know, I, I look at a kid that's on that field as a confident football player that knows that, that you know, you get the ball in his hands, he's going to do a lot of great things with it.
1: And he did. And John Ross did. And they need to be able to put him in that position again. So hopefully Bob McNeil, who has coached Deshaun Jackson, Bob McNeil has been around the game a long time. Hopefully he can get him there. Hopefully he can get him there. Because here's what I do know. James Urban, last year, Bengals wide receivers coach, loved John Ross. And J- James Urban's well-respected in the league. He's now a quarterback's coach in Baltimore. He loved John Ross. That's what I know. From, from whatever, he loved him. And certainly I did too you got to get them back to it, and uh, this offseason, very critical for the Bengals, if they're going to do that. I think Billy Price to the Bengals at 21, psh, that ain't happening, and I'll explain why oh, in just a minute here on the Locked on Bengals podcast. On Twitter, at James Rapine, at Locked on Bengals. You can email me as well, James Rapine, at ESPN1530.com.
3: This is Ross Jackson from Locked On Saints. This podcast is brought to you by Carvana. In the age of online retailers, buying a car should be no different. And that's why Carvana invented a brand new way for you to buy a car.
0: All the way up to a thousand bucks. The terms are simple. You put in two hundred dollars, they'll match you with another hundred dollars in your account. If you were already planning to bet this season, this is free betting money. It's winning season at My Bookie, so come join in on the fun and win some cash while you're at it. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Dell Technologies.
3: Join me every Thursday with the first one drops only on Amazon Music. Let's go.
1: Welcome back into the Locked On Bengals Podcast. I'm James Rapine. We do this every single day. Great to have you in. Billy Price, 21st pick overall. Paul Daner Jr., Jim Osarski, Cincinnati.com. They mocked it. And I honestly, smart move by them because if you live in Ohio, you've and you're a Bengals fan, you've heard all the, the Ohio State fans saying. Take Billy Price. Take Billy Price. And I'm going to tell you right now, I don't think the Bengals are going to do that. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't think the Bengals are going to take Billy Price. And maybe I'm giving them too much credit. I wouldn't like it if they took Billy Price 21st overall. Mark it down. I wouldn't like it if they did so. For a few reasons. For a variety of reasons. One, value. I keep hearing how this is a Deep draft at the center position. The Bengals have 11 draft picks. Why in the world would I want them to draft a center early if they could get the same player or something close to it in round two or round three with the 21st pick? I don't want that. The other thing is, is I look at Billy Price, and let me just read you what, what... Lance Zerline of NFL.com says, and obviously this is just one person, one but, but uh, one scout, so to speak, one media member. But here's the thing. NFL.com does these draft profiles on everybody, right? They do them on every, every single player every single year. They had Pat Elfline compared to Travis Frederick last year of the Cowboys, right? Pat Elfline went in round three. Sixth pick of the third round, 70th overall last year for Ohio State right billy price is projected to go in rounds 1 to 2 why in the world why in the world would he go 21st overall close to the same guy as pat elfline same school pat elfline's healthy billy price isn't torn Peck. build i mean billy price 64312 elfline 63304 to me, I get it. You want a guy like Billy Price? Totally understand it. If the Bengals are going to draft Billy Price, and I'm fine with them doing it, I'm on board with the the player. Again, I'm fine with Billy Price being a Bengal. I wouldn't hate that. I think it's more likely that Price is there at 46 or Price is there at 38 than he is, you know, than it is that the Bengals use the 21st pick on him. 21 overall, I want a premium player. I do. I don't care if it doesn't address a need necessarily. William Jackson didn't necessarily address a need. You get it right, you get it right. I want the best player. And I don't see a scenario where at the 21st overall pick, Billy Price is the best player. Now, with that being said, could they still take Billy Price round one? Sure, I could see them taking Price round one. Why? Because they could trade back. Trade back from the 21st pick to pick 29, maybe the Vikings or, no, no, the Vikings wouldn't, but maybe one of these teams, let's say the Jaguars, want to trade up and get Lamar Jackson. I would be on all aboard the draft Lamar because he's there, but the Bengals might not. And they might say, we're going to trade back, add a second, add a third-round pick, this draft, next draft, and we're going to get our center. The other thing is, is it's a deep draft at center. I could see, I would not be shocked if James Daniels or Billy Price is there with the 46th pick. If he's not, I think Frank Ragnow could certainly be there with the 46th pick from Arkansas. It's not like Frank Ragnow is some, you know, slouch, all right? He's he's good, too. So it's going to be interesting to see how they play it. Um, A lot of people have talked about how... Billy Price, it could be the, the 21st pick because of what Frank Pollack did in Dallas and how Dallas picked a center when he was there. And he's a stud center, too, right? And he was. Travis Frederick. Guess where they picked him? 31st overall. The Dallas Cowboys picked him 31st overall. Travis Frederick, the stud, right? For the Cowboys. Out of Wisconsin. That guy can block. Yep, he can and they picked him 31st overall. The Bengals aren't taking Millie Price 21st overall, and if they do, it's stupid. It's stupid. Mark that down, and I get it. I'm going to get a lot of Ohio State hate mail. You either trade down or you get value, or you take the best player at the 21st pick and you trade up. They have 11 picks. I would be more in favor in that because then you get a premium player, 21 overall, and let's say you give up a a fifth-round pick or a fourth-round pick to move up from pick 46 to pick 35, and you get your center. That's how you do it. I'm not reaching on a center in a draft that's, well, deep at center. You, if you listen to the podcast last year, I said the same thing with pass rusher. Why in the world would you draft a pass rusher with the ninth overall pick when there's going to be pass rushers that are comparable in round three, in round four? That's the difference to me. That's the difference, and I, the kid from Tennessee people wanted uh, that ended up going to the Eagles, I, got, I would have understood if they traded back five, six picks and got him, eight picks and got him. But taking him with a premium pick, I didn't understand that. and the Bengals ultimately didn't do that. They got a guy who, again, in my mind, could take the top end off of defense and do something that no one else in the draft could do. That's what I'm trying to find at 21. value. Something you're not going to be able to find at 46. Something you're not going to be able to find in round three when you have two third-round picks. Something you're not going to be able to find at, at round four. Like, if you told me Frank Ragnow was available in round three and the Bengals got him, I think that, that that's about right. That's not unrealistic. It's not at all. And it's a deep center draft. I I bet you Billy Price or James Daniels is available on day two. They're not both going in in day one. And if they do, then you readjust. If there is a run on center. But Travis Frederick, 31st overall. Pat Elfline, who really helped the Vikings last year, third round pick. The Bengals, they're not taking Millie Price 21st overall. And if they did, it would be a mistake. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Great to have you in today. Uh, here on Locked On Bengals, make sure you check out lockedonbengals.com. There's a lot there, including this date in Bengals history, and a uh, year in the life of the Bengals. Rather, our, our guy Andrew Dunn is looking at every single year. I said this date, this year in Bengals history, and he goes week by week. He's going and looking at every year, and this week he looks at 1994. And it, it's a cool series that he's doing a year in the, a year in the life of the Bengals, and he started in '92. And then it went to 93s in, in week three of this right now. Going to continue that. So check that out there. And there, there's a lot more at LockedOnBengals.com. So do that. Every single podcast up there, along with a bunch of different riding. More riding to come. And until tomorrow. I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked On Bengals podcast. If you want to email me, Ohio State fans, you can. James Rapine at ESPN1530.com. On Twitter at James Rupin at Locked On Bengals. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked On Bengals podcast.
0: Did you watch the 2020 Reds with higher expectations than a first-round wild-card exit of epic proportions? Did you think that the Reds' hitting would come around with the signings that they made last off-season? Are you wondering who is asking you all of these questions? Hi, my name is Jeff Carr, and I host the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team